Good morning. This is meteorologist Drew Lerner of World Weather Incorporated, and this is your morning market weather update for Friday, September the 8th. There's not a tremendous amount of change that has occurred overnight, but we do have a few areas of interest. The first is in parts of Russia's southern region and neighboring areas of Ukraine. These areas are going to be planting winter wheat and trying to establish it in an environment that right now is a little bit dry, and they need some significant amounts of moisture. The forecast doesn't offer a tremendous amount of precipitation, although some light rainfall may occur in a portion of the dry region as we move forward through this coming week. There's also an interesting dry bias prevailing in Europe right now, which is actually beneficial for many crops to mature in, and harvesting is advancing well in those areas that are able to do that. We expect this dry weather to continue through the weekend. It will be very warm relative to normal, and then next week we will gradually break this pattern down and waves of rain will likely move across the continent along with some milder temperatures. In India, we're still going to see daily occurrences of rain in the central and eastern parts of the country, and those areas will stay plenty moist. We do expect to see some areas back into the west part or northwest part of India to continue to be dry biased, but that's getting to be more and more a normal thing for this time of the year. Uh, we do believe that there may have been a little bit of a yield shaving that might have occurred for uh, some of the cotton ground nuts and rice in the northwest part of India, but the impact may be low. We'll wait and see how that turns out down the road. Southern India still has a need for more moisture, but it did rain significantly in the latter days of August and the first days of September, and so this uh, that probably helped to provide a temporary amount of relief. They are not expecting to see a large volume of rain, though, as we move forward in time, so crop stress may be returning there eventually. The outlook in southern Australia continues to be mostly favorable with timely rain still occurring across southern western Australia, southeastern South Australia, Victoria, and some areas in both the uh, southernmost and the easternmost crop areas of New South Wales. There's still a fair amount of New South Wales that needs more rain, and especially in Queensland and northern western Australia, these areas are much too dry, and uh, some of the Queensland crop areas very warm to hot, and all of that is leading to stress for some of the reproducers wheat and barley. The change there is unlikely to come anytime soon, so this will be a status quo for the next 10 days at least. The outlook in most of the uh, South American theater continues to be unchanged from that of yesterday. Still looking at Argentina's western crop areas struggling for moisture. That's not going to change anytime soon. And in eastern our uh, Argentina, we're going to get a little bit of shower activity to develop periodically, but the greatest rains will be from northeastern Argentina into Uruguay and Rio Grande to Sul, Brazil, as well as some neighboring areas in Santa Catarina and Paraguay. These areas will see frequent bouts of rain over the next week still, maintaining a wet field environment and uh, keeping the pressure on some of the wheat crop. Wet weather diseases are certainly likely to evolve in this environment. Uh, they definitely will need a period of dry and warm weather. But this is an El Nino year, and this wetter bias in that particular part of South America is likely to prevail right on through October and probably into early November. Northeastern Brazil is drier biased, and we're still watching the harvest, the late harvest, of safrina corn and cotton, and that should advance relatively well. In North America, we're still watching dry biased conditions in the western and some central corn and soybean producing areas. This will be ongoing for another full 
week to maybe 10 days, and then we'll have an opportunity for changes to occur. Once Hurricane Lee is out of the picture off the east coast of North America, we will see more potential for rain in the drier areas of the western and central Midwest. That, of course, will probably be too late because it's going to be too late in the season for many of the late season crops to benefit from moisture just because the decreasing days or hours of daylight that are occurring and uh, the uh, fact that crops are so far advanced already. Hard red winter wheat country is still expected to get a fair amount of rain as we go from late this weekend through the first half of next week. There may be some follow-up moisture later in the week next week. The moisture will occur from Nebraska all the way into Texas. Some of the Texas cotton, sorghum, and corn areas will get some rain, although it's too late for corn and sorghum probably but maybe some of the very latest maturing cotton might benefit from the moisture. Certainly a dryland crop is pretty much toast at this point in the west, but there's some irrigated crop that could still benefit. We do expect, though, better wheat and uh, basically better, better wheat planting conditions occurring across part of the central plains and southwestern plains as we go forward through the next couple of weeks because of the rain that's coming up here uh, over the late weekend and first half of next week. The northern U.S. plains and Canada's prairies will see a dry bias of weather and that will likely allow for crop maturation and harvest progress to advance relatively well. Outside of all of that there's really not much to talk about. Hurricane Lee will dominate the uh, media over the weekend uh, but that storm system is still expected to stay mostly over open water in the western Atlantic. Yes it will be packing 180 mile an hour winds maybe later today but uh, the system will weaken as it moves farther to the north next week. Landfall if it occurs would not occur before the end of next week into the following weekend and there a lot can change between now and then. A close monitoring of the upper east U.S. coast and east coast of Canada is still warranted. This is meteorologist Drew Lerner.